Hey guys, I'd like to take this moment and thank everyone who has continued to listen and download our show. I just had a couple of things I wanted to point out before we start the episode. First of all, for those of you who had listened to us for a while, will know that the podcast started with my friend Nick and I. Unfortunately, we lost Nick this last week. It was a shock to all of his friends and family. This past Saturday, we recorded a special episode in his honor. For those of you who are new, I'd encourage you to take time to go back into our older episodes to get to know Nick's sense of humor. Second, as of lately, we've had several comic book reviews and interviews, but we will get back to reviewing movies and series really soon. One last thing, in this episode, we do have a giveaway that we announce. Stay tuned so you'll know how to win a great-looking comic book. Without further ado, let's get on. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrill by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt podcast, the podcast where nerds like to get together and review your favorite horror media. Today, we're going to be looking at a comic book a series that is starting and it's actually in the kickbook starter phase and it's called Twilight Hotel. And with us today is uh, my co-host for the last couple episodes, Jason. How are you doing today? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me back. This um, episode today is going to be great. And with us today are two of the creators of Twilight Hotel. It's uh, Daryl Smith and Raw X. Did I say that right? That's right. Yeah, you got it. I'm taking my real name, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The Twilight Hotel, like I said, is in the Kickstarter phase, but I want to have them tell you guys a little bit about their their history, how how this all came about. Um, Not necessarily the story of Twilight Hotel, but, you know, their background and so forth. So uh, I'll let you guys go ahead and explain. Uh, Yeah, um, I'm Raw X. I'm the uh, writer of Twilight Hotel. But how we got to that point initially, as I was telling uh, uh, the guys earlier, um, we initially was going to do it as a follow-up film to a film that we did uh, uh, several years back now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had planned to get to it sooner, uh, but uh, it didn't work out that way. We had some personal issues we had to take care of. Uh, we had uh, The screenplay was already written, and that's primarily uh, my function. I do a lot of the writing and the projects that we do. There is a group of us. And you're about to meet Daryl. Uh, he's one of the Smith brothers. So ultimately, we decided we always want to do a comic book. This is our first uh, attempt at it. Uh, so we decided to do it. But uh, this is Daryl. You're going to speak to him here next. Okay. How's it going, guys? Daryl Smith here. How are you doing, Daryl? Great. You said you did a indie film, right? What what film was that? It's the title of the film is Rage, or it could be under Christopher Oaks uh, or Rutherford's Wait Rage. It's a, uh, uh, it's a, it's kind of a uh, an homage to a duel. If you've ever, ever heard of the Steven Spielberg film. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, so it's a kind of a homage to that. So uh, check it out if you got the chance. Where would we be able to find that? <laughs> All over the internet. All over the internet. Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We actually got a distribution deal. The international rights was handled by Industry Works. They're out of Canada. They did a lot. They produced a lot of the what are the Socket Sisters? Yeah, Socket Sisters. The Hook, Dead Hooker in a Trunk, and other films like that. And the, domestically, uh, Lionsgate, uh, Grindstone picked it up. And there's a little controversy behind that whole thing because they basically set it on a shelf 
and the Canadian uh, distributors wanted to release it theatrically, almost like an uh, art film, uh, even though it's not. It's a horror suspense film. Uh, they want to release it in 50 theaters in Canada and 50 theaters here in the States. And they that was vetoed by uh, Lionsgate for whatever reason. We still, they, they've never explained to us exactly why they never released it. But people can see it for free online uh, just about anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, definitely on Cody. Uh, I had a a friend of mine come one day. Go, is this it on Cody? I was like, uh, yeah, unfortunately. So yeah. Cody. <laughs> so we we made absolutely nothing, pretty much on on that deal. But it did it did well. It got it. It won uh twelve fifteen awards. It played all over the world. It uh went to con. It it did it did well. I mean, but you know, uh, we didn't really. Uh, we weren't able to really uh, capitalize on the success, the uh, critical success that it got. But we're back now, and ultimately we will be turning Twilight Hotel into a film. So, but that's that. So let's uh, let's go into what we can expect here. Uh, first of all, guys, I like the cover of uh, Twilight Hotel. What can you tell us about the artwork? How it's going to be? How uh, Oh, I guess what what can we expect in the in the in the book? You can expect a uh, blood soaked <laughs> <laughs> blood soaked pages for most I'm of sold. it. <laughs> and who? Think it's funny now. Uh, wait until the next issue. <laughs> and who is the artist on on your um in your book? His name is uh, Michael Aaron. How is he? Is he known um in the industry or? No, it's uh, it's actually kind of funny. I literally uh, went on, went and Googled a uh, horror comic book artist. His name popped up. I checked out some of his artwork, and uh, I wasn't even sure if uh, if he was the guy. And uh, you know, I contacted him anyway, and uh, and uh, he agreed to do it. And uh, I you know gave him a few uh, ideas of what we wanted, and he over delivered. I would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm, I'm able to see some of the images here, and it looks pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, his style, Michael, his style is not the classic comic book style. He has more of a painter's. Uh, if you look at somebody like Francis Bacon, um, the, um, he was. I don't think Francis Bacon was an abstract painter, but he did a lot of nightmarish images, uh, if you ever have seen any of his stuff. And um, that's who Michael's work, it, when we saw it the first, we went, wow, this is unique. We looked at a lot of people, but his style, which was different, it had, it's kind of like oil paintings, and, uh, and it fit the tone of the story, you know, perfectly, perfectly. So as a good, uh, an awesome artist. And how many pages is, is uh, this book? Uh, 24 pages. And um, okay, well, I guess we we've talked about a, a couple things here. So, what can we expect to to read? Um, well, story-wise, it's uh, it's really cool because the you know we've had we've seen um, uh, recently a, um, a lot of the same things that you'll find in uh, Twilight Hotel, but we like to think we uh, other than just the extreme gore. Uh, we did a lot of cool things with the storyline. It's a haunt. It's it's about a possession of an actual physical building that's alive. Um, and the reason that it is that way is because of you know it's not a pet cemetery or anything like that. But it was built by this family uh, over hundreds of years. They had to prep the land and make it ready 
uh, basically for the coming of a deity, a ancient deity named she. Um, so it's something that they have been doing uh, for, like I said, uh, several hundred years, even before the founding of America, uh, they've been prepping this land. And the land um, once was the most notorious uh, plantation in all of North America, uh, where thousands upon thousands of uh, uh, African slaves and Native American Seminole Indians were sacrificed in order to prep the land. It's built on what's called a, um, a, a garden of sacrifices. And beneath that is a blood seal, which is, uh, if anybody's ever studied anything about the occult, uh, a blood seal is kind of like the, uh, a place that is a, a keep for souls uh, all the people that were sacrificed, that energy uh, is kept in there. You can't penetrate it. It can't get out. And this deity, she is able to utilize that energy uh, to uh, do things here on, on Earth uh, in the form of this hotel that was ultimately built there. And what happens is that all the guests who come there, all of the, uh, like it says in the synopsis, uh, their worst nightmares come to life. And, uh, you know, and in each issue, there's going to we're going to represent some of those uh, nightmares. Uh, one of them is uh, in the form of uh, man eating bed bugs, uh, which is a great episode. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, some of the stuff that we're planning, because uh, actually a good portion of that episode is going to be told from the point of view of the bed bugs. They're oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so they have personalities and stuff like that, and they're subjected to some things that cause them to uh, behave a certain way. I'm not going to give it away, but a lot of their images, and I'll go ahead and tell this part because I think it's just fantastic. Uh, when they are eating people, uh, we cut to their point of view. So we can see them break the skin and enter the body. And you can see all the fatty tissues, blood, the arteries, the veins, and stuff like that as they're burrowing through somebody's arm or through their leg or their stomach. Uh, and Michael is working on some imagery that's ridiculous, man. I, I was mean, about to say, I can't wait to see that drawing. It, 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 it's horrible. <laughs> I mean, it makes you, I'm scratching right now. So, <laughs> it, it, the it, fact that so, Michael's a digital artist, like, you should uh, yeah. be able to get such depth in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so so we have we have zombies, we have psychotic gangsters, uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be a trip, man. We've taken the concept from kind of the structure from the Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt, uh, where you have these moral uh, um, uh, payoffs, where you have characters who come in and uh, ultimately at the end they get what they deserve. Uh, but it it so so it's it's that, but um, visually. We're hoping to uh, do some pretty awesome stuff. When you um, said talked about the blood seal, it kind of reminded me of Tales from the Crypt, uh, Demon Knight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and and I know you uh, you all you're, you all try to say it's a well, I'm reading it from here from the Kickstarter. It's a blood soaked love letter to such horror classics as Twilight Zone. And tells them the crypt. Right. And personally, I love both of those. They're right. my favorites. Uh, yeah. When it comes to New Year's, I'll, I will sit down and watch yeah. a 24 hour marathon. Oh, that zone. Oh, yeah. Talking about that. Just talking about that before we came on. <laughs> Man, this is kind of a random question, but uh, 
So I went to Disney World like 20 years ago, and the line <laughs> the line for the Tower of Terror is this right. creepy old hotel, and all they do is show Twilight Zone inside of it. So wow. the moment I saw uh, your the book, and that's the first thing I thought of, and I immediately was interested. I wanted to see a new take on that. Yeah, we actually had someone. Uh, I actually, you know what? I, I I'm aware of the Tower of Terror. I never had a chance to go, and it's not exactly. That far from they, they, it's, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, they switched it over. The uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy uh, uh, attraction that they have there, they oh, convert to that. Yeah, so it's gone. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, we never actually. I never. Did you ever? I, I never made so, it either. But was, I'm aware of. It. Yeah, I'm aware of it. Uh, but uh, the the only thing that we really had to um, uh, really uh, pull from is Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt, both the uh, the HBO series and the actual uh, uh, book, the comics. Uh, and also, there's a little bit of uh, American Gods in there, a little bit, because uh, we're really, I really uh, like uh, that series. I like the graphic novel, um, but we do have a little bit of that in there with this uh, this deity, this she character. And uh, is this going to be a? You said it's going to be told in four different volumes, obviously. So, but are each of these stories self-contained or are they gonna also kind of ravel into the next couple of books? Uh, both, uh, they are self-contained stories, but the connecting tissue of the uh, entire uh, anthology is the hotel itself, the character mm -hmm. sheet. And with each uh, volume, we're gonna expand and explain um, um, uh, everything related to her as we go along this first volume is kind of the origins issue and we cover the what we were talking about the blood seal um the um pennyworth family which are the the family who's responsible for this hotel uh and uh creating the blood seal uh that's all taken care of and you know we meet uh characters like uh if you look on the cover you'll you'll notice the head sitting on the the uh the tray the uh little mm -hmm. uh, Deal. That's um, our um, that episode. This episode is called Head of the Tail, and <laughs> that is Virgil. He is the maintenance supervisor uh, for the hotel, and he's been there almost his whole life. And uh, so he knows all the backstory. So he's our narrator. He's our crep keeper. He's our you know um, our narrator um, uh, for the for the for the four episodes in the uh, the comics. Okay, and I'm looking at some of these goodies that you have available for the Kickstarter, the different levels. Um, I see some pretty cool things here. I see a room key. Um, of course, you get the PDF version. Do you want to um, bring up some of the things that you guys can are offering as far as uh, the different levels? Sure. Yeah, we're offering some uh, great, you know, signed artwork. We have, uh, you know, a selection of uh, T-shirts. Um, we have, uh, I'm trying to think what else we have. Um, okay, well, you already got the, the room key we have. Um, uh, we have the, uh, well, the blood seal, oh. um, uh, 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 screen savers. Uh, we have uh, a variant cover. Oh, the uh, print copy. For the print copy, which is neon. The entire cover is done in a neon color, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, as um, Daryl said, we have 
some 11 by 17 signed artwork of, of not just this cover um, for volume one, but for volume two, uh, which Michael Aaron uh, has signed. Uh, and on the cover of all four of the volumes will be Benny the Bellhop. That's the character that's on the cover uh, that's, that's holding the bloody rune key. Um, so there are some other things. We have stickers, uh, uh, Benny stickers. Um, also, we have some exclusives that we're going to be doing. We have a, a screenplay uh, uh, ink combo, which are of all the inks that Michael did uh, along with uh, the screenplay for each page. Um, there's that. And there's several other things. I mean, I, I should have wrote down a list so yeah. I can look at it, but it's some pretty cool stuff. Okay, so when did the, the, the Kickstarter start? It started on uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, <laughs> nice day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. Exactly. <laughs> and you say that it's going to go through the 19th of November, right? That is correct. Okay, so we still have um, more over almost three weeks still um, to to help go out and help help you out. Is is there anything that uh, you like to add to as far as um, or that we haven't talked about that you feel? Uh, not that I can think of. Just we need your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we uh, we're very thankful for you guys giving us some exposure. We appreciate it yes. very much um, because, like we talked about earlier, uh, awareness is a big part of succeeding on any. Um, crowdfunding uh, platform and uh, what you guys are doing. We appreciate it more than we can tell you. Um, so that's about it. So let's go ahead and, and tell them what, um, what you're doing for us is you're sending um, some additional copies or some um, promotional copies to us mm -hmm. uh, so that we can go ahead and give out to some of the of listeners. Yeah. Yes. If you guys go ahead and the episode and comment on it, and, you know, I would love for you guys to actually go out and um, help with the Kickstarter. They have some of the lower um, cost ones. So in case you can't do much, you can do $5, $10. Um, they got a little bit more of that higher ones as well, of course. Uh, but, you know, when you do help them out, you are also earning a bunch of other nice goodies that, that they have available. And you know what? Um, just drop a comment on the episode share it on twitter share it on facebook and we'll we'll pick a couple of, of people to go ahead and send out some some um promotional books to and then uh, you as long as you do the same thing um as far as helping spread the word we are we you'll be getting those books fantastic thank, thank you. you thank, thank you. you um is there i know you said you're, you're thinking of making uh this movie uh do you have a timetable for the movie um, well, what, we, what we've been talking about is that we really think we kind of have a commitment. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty big budget for us, $5 million. Um, uh, I know some other people, they're like, eh, that's what they spend <laughs> on their craft service. Uh, but we really believe that at the earliest we can uh, be in front of the camera, have it in front of the camera uh, early uh, 2019. Okay. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. That's that's a uh, um, that's not only what 12, 13, 14 months away. Yeah. So yeah. 2019 and then a couple of months into that. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, are you going to be doing any type of um, 
promotional stuff before that comes out or most definitely while we're, we're what we what we really want to do is because uh, like i said this experience here uh has taught us an awful lot uh about you know how the game works and we need to be promoting whatever we do at the very beginning so we're going to kind of have a uh an open door policy on uh during the pre-production pre-pre-production pre-production production uh of this next thing because we we actually we have a, a an amazing artist uh is he in canada um no 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 um oh yes he's yeah. in canada yeah um who has done some conceptual work for the film uh and we'll send you guys that so you can get a look at it the actual the oh, bed hell yeah you should see the bugs i mean what they were before this incident happens to them they go through a stasis and they turn into. Uh, I'll just let you see the artwork. <laughs> you guys can put it out if you like. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, this guy Mac is an amazing artist and he's done all the conceptual work of the hotel, uh, some of the zombies, the bugs, and a lot of stuff. So we're already really working on the feature. It's just, and we kind of have a 50%, uh, uh, 2.5 million commitment uh, from uh, a group, but uh, that's contingent on us bringing the other half as well as some name talent and Christopher Walken. If you look at that head on the cart, that's who we're that's aiming to get to play the uh, narrator of the, the movie. Oh, that would be awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Man. I think we can do it. I think I've, we can. I've always said that Christopher Walken is one of the scariest people yeah. <laughs> without having to say a word but at the same time. At the same time, he's one of the funniest people. Exactly. exactly. Dude, in King of New York, he was terrifying and hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love King of New York. I love King of New York. Great film. Underrated film. Yeah, big time. And if I can say something real quick, uh, Saul and I went through a list of different books on Kickstarter right now. We're trying to choose our next episode. And really, your your books uh, stuck out to us. That's why we asked you to be our next guest and do this as soon as possible. If you're wow. listening at home, please just look at the Kickstarter. It speaks for itself. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Thank you. Okay. Uh, um, Jason, do you have any other questions? Um, I, I I sometimes defer to Jason because he's more into uh, in, in the comic book industry than I am ever will I'll ever be. Um, I know he's just um, he's real humble about it, but um, I defer to him sometimes with these questions because because he's a uh, part of it. Uh, honestly, the, these guys went through everything we had to talk about, from the art of it to their future goals with the book. This is an exciting project. Thank you. Thank you. All right, then. Um, I think we, um, we've covered a lot here about without giving up too much, I think. And I think that's the, the, the main goal, because we want to make people um, want more information cool. to where they'll go and back the project, right? Yes. So um, once again, guys, back the project, like and comment on the on the episode, and we'll be picking some some lucky people to go ahead and get these um, promotional books out to you. And they're are, um, they're the, actually the full the full volume, right? Yes. Okay. Full so volume. so you'll you'll be able to get them, and then of course when you get them, go ahead and uh, post them on Twitter, post them on Facebook, and let get the word out. I want to go ahead and thank um, our guest uh, Daryl and uh, Rawx. Thank you very much for joining us here today, and we will help spread the word for you. I'll promise. All right, thank you, you, guys. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Saul. Thank you. And Jason, thank you very much for being here with us today. And we'll see you guys next time right here in the crypt. Don't try to be afraid.
Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. 